0: You're listening to the Dude Grow Show, coming straight out of Denver, Colorado, bringing you marijuana grow knowledge, news, and culture.
1: At the tone, the time will be 420. Exactly.
0: What's growing on growers? Hits from the bong for me. Not actually. I was jamming the cypress. You know the cypress before the show.
2: Were you? Could you imagine if you were listening to hits from the bong while smoking hits from I a don't bong? Know if anybody's tried that?
0: No, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, I had an instinct yesterday. It was funny. I was driving. I mean, it was like a driving day for me yesterday. I had to. Uh, Drive around to figure out all kinds of crap. I knew once my sunroof broke apart on a, a 1991 vehicle, it's gonna, <laughs> it was going to create like a, you know, a, it's not like you just go there, get the part, boom, done. It's like a, you know, whatever they call it, a cat and mouse game or yeah. some shit like that. But uh,
2: Yeah, I'd say I'm laughing with you, but you're not laughing.
0: Um, anyway, but Burn One Down came on uh, whatever Pandora station, uh, Ben Harper Burn One Down, and I was already pretty, like, pretty high. Oh, that's what it was, Scott. I was down down by where my wife works. She works in this huge corporate business park called DTC, Denver Tech Center. And everything looks the same, man. It's like, you know, I know you don't play this game, but when I've been somewhere once, especially twice, even if I haven't been there in a long time, I'm convinced I can get my ass back there with no assistance needed. So that turned into about an hour of driving around a corporate business park. Uh, high off my ass uh and you know like what everything's the same here (laughs) it's like it was kind of like the twilight zone (laughs) of business parks but anyway uh burn one down came on and i immediately had the incline to be like where's my bowl where's my bowl at i'm like wait a minute i'm driving a vehicle i'm a little high i don't need to be pulling out the bowl and uh making content for the dude grow show right anyway yeah man yeah
2: don't you have a brother that does crazy shit like that yes of
0: course Jude, that's right I forget his name Jude, Jude. yeah Your brother Jude Brother Jude did that Told me all about it yesterday But if you guys don't know, man This is what's going on We're gonna be all over the place We got what's going on In our groves coming up What's going on In Scotty's mind and world Uh, a little bit of what we're smoking, and and just this and that. I got some grow talk in here, man. I had a question. uh, I want to do some general talk about the spider mites, just some general talk. They can always hang out a little bit, and we will tell you how to kill them. Absolutely. What else? What else? Man, you got any uh, prior to hopping right into the show things on your tip of your tongue?
2: I do. As a matter of fact, I do. You know what? I just wanted to say what's up to Sean, the LED guru that is in the house now. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was really cool, man. He's been over here uh helping what uh, this is your first week sean is that right yep started on monday Hell yeah, man! Been a huge help, and I just want to thank everybody because, man, I've been trying to manage this. You know, the dude and I have been trying to manage this ourselves. We had a, a help from uh, Anthony, the pothead assistant, and now we got ourselves a, a real full-time employee, so somebody that's able to really help put out the fires. So, uh, any problems y'all got? Just reach out to us. Reach out to us through email, and we got a dedicated, uh, dedicated personnel. So, I'm pretty excited about that. Really hoping to step it up a little bit. Cool. Yeah.
0: If anyone needs to. Has any questions or needs anything fulfilled on the there with their nugs or anything? Just let me know. at Sean at dudegrosscom and I can get back to you almost immediately. Yeah, that's the man. Oh, that that's can help sweet, out. man. I just got um, uh, 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 uh somebody over on Google Plus. I think it was Sean Shaw, E. Oh yeah, yeah. Shawnee we already something. handled
2: that, man. Sean Sean's got that under control. Yeah, I love it. Oh, all right, love well,
0: it. I will de- I will delete that email. Cool. <laughs> so We've got Sean S E S H A N right at DudeGrows.com. Correct. Sweet, right. Oh, right. So anyway, man, did you get drug tested as Scotty put you through the drug test? Yeah, yeah. He was those, able to uh, take 20, a 20 bomb in a row and was still able to type his name on the computer, man. Cool, cool. Well, hell yeah. That is going to be awesome to get some more things done around here. Hopefully be chilling on the mic more instead of worrying about all of the back end and everything else. So That is what
2: we're going to be doing. Sean's, Sean's title is content creator. So <laughs> we were just having some fun. Should we tweet that, tweet that picture out or send oh, that picture out? We
0: definitely need to send that oh picture out. Oh my gosh.
2: Out. I ate a bunch of edibles last a couple nights ago, and there's got to be a name for that. When you get on Amazon Prime and you just start buying wacky shit on Amazon, but we, <laughs> we got him set up with a helmet cam and uh, a laptop bodysuit and
0: <laughs> just some goofy stuff. Scotty Real shopping and Sprick. you got to learn how to stop those sometimes. Man. Oh,
2: it's all okay. good. I think this one actually worked out. I'm trying to get him so he can we can produce content on the fly, a complete mobile content production rig, and I think we might have it. As done by somebody on edibles, of course. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the last you got to be. Ca- oh wait, did you go crazy on uh, Amazon? Had their didn't they have a Prime Day where they ship everything free? Like
2: in true dumbass fashion, I missed that shit, man. But they ship everything free on Prime. Anyway, <laughs> you did it all so. the day after.
0: Yeah, I, free two day shipping.
2: Yeah, I think it was like you know four in the morning this morning. I was still, still trying to see what they still had left over on Prime Day. But fuck that, I don't really do that shit. I don't go shopping just to go see what I can buy. I usually go shopping to solve a
0: problem. So what, you don't go shopping to see what you, to see what you can buy. You just go like shopping to get high and hang out, or yeah, what? You shop I mean, to it's, solve it's...
2: problems. I buy shit to solve problems. You know. <laughs> so you know, I had a problem right, where just... I needed a guy to be the cameraman and the producer at the same time. So. Yeah, Amazon. What does it cost? Like, wear a desk or something? Is what we bought. <laughs> okay. yeah, got, you got to see it's this. It's fucking do. hilarious. You're, nobody's gonna want to be the uh,
0: the next dude grows uh, uh, higher after this. <laughs> well, let me give a shout out to one of our prime time supporters, uh, Apple sale man. Way to grow, guys! At all their stores thirty percent off uh can pans and filters and it wait it says specials up to but I think most of that shit's like thirty percent off so if you're running hot uh or you need some carbon, some thick juicy carbon actually it's not juicy at all, but uh it's a good time to uh get or get a backup man. We just had an email in about uh you know the person last Grow Talk that said their fan was starting to make noise only so far in a flower the person wants them to send it in to return. You know, now's the time to get a backup fan. The shit that is like your vital, your, your, the blood of your garden uh, is always nice to have backup. So kick that at any other seven stores. And, of course, if you want to tell them Dude Grows sent you, use Dude Grows' account. Feel free and enjoy. Enjoy the coolness.
2: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. I got a
2: backup. I have that Max 8 HO, and I, have a, I keep a backup of it just because, I mean, it's, it's essential. I mean, if that thing goes down, I'm screwed. You know, I, got, I have to just replace it immediately.
0: Yeah. Well, luckily, I mean, here in Colorado, we can be a little spoiled because, I mean, I've got like eight gross stores within 10 miles of my house. Right. But still, it's nice to have, especially if you don't have that luxury where you're at in a prohibition state or have to order shit on. Kick it over there. All right. All right. All right, man. Actually, Sean, just, just so you know, bit. Sean
2: has left the building. The LED guru is, okay. is back to doing work, man. I sent him on his way. <laughs> it's just, work. It's just you
0: and I, dude. What uh, Do we have an executive producer today, or I don't know if the one on here was updated or I, not, or if you had one? I think I, it is, man.
2: I think it is. Of course, I don't remember it from last night. But, yeah, oh, you know what, man? I've given this to my boy, Nanda. I, I love that guy. I hang out. I see him on Facebook every now and again. I, I always go try to see him when I'm in uh, the L.A. area. And he's just a badass grower, rocks some Spectrum Kings, and always keeps me in the loop. He was telling me recently about uh, about testing the beast for him. And uh, he said he really loves that light, or he was giving it the positive result, or the positive uh, thumbs up. So I got to get with him and get a full uh, full report on the Beast, but I thought that was kind of cool, and just shout out to him, man. A really cool guy,
0: always keeping it positive, and... I don't know if Beast is the official name, man, because yeah, I thought he had an issue with somebody else branding their hood Beast over at, uh, I don't know, BWGS or shit. Okay. I could be wrong, though. We'll have him on soon. It, it, it is a, it Initially, if you're a, a an OG grower, I guess it's known as the Beast. That's the unofficial official name. We'll get All good. On, We'll get the download. We're
2: talking about that 600-watt Spectrum King is what we're talking about.
0: There's a 600-watt Spectrum
2: King that... I guess the uh, you know, the biggest one before was what a 440, and now they got it. What?
0: Yeah, I called him too. I told him I wanted to run that thing, and um, I don't I don't think I have the height. So if you guys are thinking about this thing it is meant to be replacing some of these big uh, double-ended systems thousand watt double-ended systems you need some serious clearance i think it was 28 inches minimum if not more we'll have to refresh on that too so it's definitely meant to be you know a production commercial type led lighting scenario not going to be applicable to your interior residential ceilings so Absolutely. Unless you know what you're doing, unless you got your strains dialed, unless you're growing the squatty squat, and you know what's up. But most my shit stretches like not crazy, but enough to where I I don't have that clearance. Keep your stunts close and your runs closer, right? I learn things from the memes. (laughs) All right, man. What do you What do you have
2: growing on?
0: Not much, just a little kind of something. Uh,
2: Yeah, you know, I don't know. I've been running around a bit. You know, we took last week off, so. Yeah, I'm just kind of back doing my thing. I was over at uh, uh, Extractor Man's house yesterday. It was really cool. he was doing a little run there and I just kinda took the the camera real quick. It was like Sean's Sean's first day. So I said, Hey, let's do a little segment where do we just kinda talk about Extractor Man because his quality has gotten way, way strong. I'd say over the past year and a half, maybe something like that, however long it's been, you know, you could really see to where now everything that comes out is like that pure just glass candy, you know, candy shatter. You know, like uh I brought over uh, Sean, the LED guru, and he goes, man, I could actually put like a piece of paper on the other side of the shatter and read through it like it was that (laughs) clear. And so there's some just specific things that, you know, it has to do a lot with the age of the material, like the quality of the material. Uh you know and then uh, you know a few things with regards to processing but it's just interesting you know you find this is what we're trying to do when we find something interesting or someone that's got a cool perspective or some knowledge I'm just trying to bust out the camera that's why I hired myself a content creator content producer and uh, we're just going to try to get the information out to y'all you know, members first of course all right i like it <laughs> hey i've been uh uh what's it called i've been trying to check out greenhouses because I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna have an yeah. opportunity to put up a greenhouse somewhere, and I'm really into now. I've been, you know, studying the the microbes book, and you know, my new microbes book, and I'm kind of into growing my own food. You <laughs> know, man, I can't remember one of the guys who would say cannabis is a gateway to gardening. He sent me this huge uh, bin of seeds one time with that a little note on top of it, and it, it's so true. So now I'm like, man, I want to grow a lot of what I eat. So I'm thinking about getting a nice big greenhouse or maybe a couple of them doing cannabis, you know, whatever I'm legally allowed to grow, grow a bunch of hemp after that, and then grow a bunch of edibles after that and just till, till there's nothing left. <laughs> till, till there's...
0: <laughs> you say grow edibles, I picture like chocolate bars hanging on trees. Yeah, sorry, man. Uh, you know, edible, you know, peppers, uh,
2: zucchini, squash, All that shit's pretty. It's easy to get a lot of squash and zucchini out of a a fifteen or twenty gallon smart pot.
0: Yeah, I mean here the way it's, you gotta consider what you're doing. I get excited to be a grower, but sometimes I overthink. Like this year, that's why I shut down. You know, doing my outdoor grow, and I'm still got too much shit going on. It's like, and I shut down doing my outdoor grow because I got plenty of cannabis for myself and my friends. Outdoor grow is quite a bit of work uh and especially harvest time uh, you know you get great harvest you get good end yield but you can run into a lot of stressful strife too as far as uh, i had the hail under control finally but you know uh powdery mildew different types of bugs things you don't have under the same control typically not always in your indoor grow but uh yeah i mean it is limiting here as far as you're trying to if you're trying to deck out a greenhouse i see you say here in the notes you're kind of thinking about a, a greenhouse but a greenhouse grow hack style you like Dr. J's, the, the the hoop house built out of PVC or whatever? Oh, I hope it's not. I told him I'd buy that thing from him. Better not be out of PVC. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, that's what I'm trying to – I, I own a greenhouse. I built greenhouses in Florida, and in Florida, they're just simple hoop houses where you just – you know, you basically get those hoops. You can – I got a real cheap hack for that is where we just take fence, uh, fence posts and we uh, just plant the fence posts and then put – basically put some runners on the bottom and top of them, and then you just attach the, uh, uh, the, the hoops – to to the fence post. And I mean, you can build a greenhouse for a a few thousand dollars, you know, a big one. I have a 1500 square foot, a 15 by 100, a greenhouse that I bought for a few grand.
0: No, yeah, they're sweet too. I mean, if for nothing else, you need the hail block. That's what I'm, I mean, the, the decision trying to run something like that, obviously, out here in the winter is not very economically feasible with heaters and all that. But it definitely extends your season and all that jazz. Well, so. that's what I'm, I'm worried down.
2: about. That's what I'm not worried about. That's what I need to learn about. That's what I'm kind of asking to the dude. Uh, I know you've priced one before, but... I'm used to these simple Florida greenhouses where it's you know some K50 film over over some hoops and you're good to go. Now we're talking where you probably need a, an insul you know you probably need them to be double insulated with you know with like what they do is they'll take like two pieces of film and they'll have an air bubble between them. They'll uh, just take an air compressor or like a, a fan basically a blower and they blow air in between the two layers to keep a little kind of air insulation barrier helps a little bit but there's going to be things i'm not used to building a greenhouse that i can produce out of in the winter and that's really what i'm looking at and that's why we led guru and uh, you want to produce in the winter yeah i want to use it as my grow instead of having a grow right. room i'm thinking about le-
0: then you're not building you're not building a hoop house with a plastic cover any of that uh, and then y- you yeah have to get real deal I you need to get panels maybe but, throw down But
2: why the panels panels don't have any insulation factor to them they're just pieces of glass i think it had much more of a insulation factor. Now nah,
0: panels do have insulation factor. They got the space between and it, they can be oh, in different thicknesses they're and stuff, huh? Is that what goes
2: on? Damn, yeah, yeah, like damn, thermal panels and all that. Ugh, come on, <laughs> man. Come
0: on, man. So that's what- Hey, I'm just, you're a Florida grower initially. That's like where you throw a coconut, or you don't even have to throw. Shit falls out of the trees and just starts a forest, like, easily. Yeah. But, uh, and I'm not saying you don't know how to grow, but when you're dealing with the, uh, different, you know, climate zones, and you're living in an area where you could, at night, get down to negative 10 with high winds, no problem. It's just a struggle to try and maintain a proper environment. That's when it's time just to not grow, man. Get take it easy and pick up your uh, snowshoe and your new hobby. I love Colorado
2: too much, and I love growing. And, come on. Like Gavitas. I was talking about Gavitas a couple days ago. And it was just yesterday. And the LED guru says, uh, I can't decide if I want to call him Sean or the LED guru going through a transition. So Sean says, you know, those Gavitas were originally designed to keep greenhouses warm in Holland in the winter. And I was like, yeah, that kind of does make sense. You know, you get a light and a heater all in one. It's the opposite problem that most of us indoor growers have. but. It's kind of interesting. So, yeah, I'm thinking about doing yeah. a legitimate, you know, you know a, a legitimate greenhouse setup. And, I mean, that's another thing. It's just structurally. I'm not, you know, we're not used to having, I mean, when a hurricane comes in Florida, we go and cut the, uh, the plastic off, you know, because the whole thing will blow away. So I'm I'm not used to having a 70 or 100 mile an hour wind load uh, rated greenhouse. I can only imagine what that costs and the additional construction variables that yeah. go into that. So yeah, just interesting. I'll come
0: visit you mid 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 January if you if you're really willing to throw down, you can do it. You also have to have your snow load ca- calculations. You know, yeah. so when you're out of town and we we get our blizzard, your shit just isn't knocked down. But we'll yeah, see. I'm thinking about I'm really doing spring, it. Though. Summer. I mean,
2: I'm thinking about really going for it and, and investing in it. It's something where I can if I can produce. My vegetables out of it for years to come, then I I got payback on that. If I can produce, I'm really into the CBD. Flower farmer got me into CBD. I want to make my own CBD and continue to be able to medicate myself with, uh, you know. And and whoever else needs it, uh, my wife, you know, with uh, and shit, I should say that man. Everybody that comes to visits me sees the CBD, and I talk to them about the benefits of it, and they want to get on it. And it's such a bummer that they can't.
0: Um, if it's straight CBD product, they should be able to yeah. if they can find a reliable source, right? Dude. it's not illegal to have CBD product. It was hard
2: for me to find a reliable source, and I know a lot of people. Yeah, for the most part, you get oh, crap. You Thirty dollar per gram crap. I know. I know a lot of people, man. I mean, we do know people CBD? in the industry. You know, we should. No, for sure, it, I agree. And like I said, it was there hard is, to uh, find somebody that actually had, you know, was doing a legit job of extracting it. You know, shout out to Flower Farmer. He's got the hookup.
0: Yeah, yeah, that is a good, uh, a good point. Yeah, um, that's, that's my
2: boy, man. I will shout out to Flower Farmer because this what we're getting. <laughs> we're getting these people that are coming down. This is the right show to just go off track on, isn't it? But you got people that are com- that sure. are coming down that truly have their hearts in the right places. And he's one, one that came, you know, I want to say just from the things that he did that he was showing on social media, uh, he was able to hook up with people, find, you know, find people that were like, sure, I'll use those skills. And he's just killing it now. I just went and delivered, I think, 400 pounds of recharge to his commercial, you know, his big outdoor hemp grow he's doing. And I couldn't have been prouder. Yeah. He was even cool enough to just one side of his walkway, man. He recharged one side of the walkway and left the other. The other half, none, and I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> like it was like the difference between eating food and not. It was pretty interesting.
0: And where was your film guy, your filmer? Then that's
2: why I hired one.
0: Oh, hey, <laughs> strap
2: that camera on! Come on, let's do it. Uh, You'd be surprised how it does take you out of out of the out of the conversation. If all of a sudden you're, hey, let me go grab my camera and let me set up the sound and let me just adjust this right here. And boy, that take didn't work. And all of a sudden you're filming and not hanging out. So it's it'll be really nice to have somebody else, an extra set of hands there. Some multitasking. I'm okay at multitasking, but when one of the tasks is smoking dabs or bong hits, it goes down a little bit.
0: That's <laughs> what you do before you go on Amazon. <laughs> All right. I'll be excited to buy my tomatoes and uh, and stuff from uh, Scotty or Dude, in February. Dude, your money's no good here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but if anybody knows oh. about that, if anybody has uh, done the research uh, you know, and set up uh, a... You know, a winter-rated greenhouse, a four seasons or all seasons greenhouse in Colorado, or a similar climate. You know, ag boy, I'm looking at you. Uh, let's be yes. Let's let's talk about it. Maybe we'd even get the mics or, or cameras going and record a you know an hour segment about it because I'm sure there's a lot to learn. I'm sure there's a ton. It's very easy to overspend and get ripped off. You know, I'm sure the difference between a $8,000 greenhouse and a $12,000 greenhouse. I don't think
0: Ag Boys is going there because of the cost of seasonal. I mean, it's a, a late, very, very early spring, you know, through the summer into early fall. And then it's time to shut down because, I mean, what are you going to have to, it's let's true. say, an applicable environment for tomatoes, you're, you know, to get – because my neighbor's tried it in his little greenhouse as far as what's the temperature that your blooms don't take and they just fall off. It's pretty warm. And to right. maintain – a structure at that warmth, fruit production and shit, you know, without, uh, we're talking like a foundation, like whole nine yards, like yeah, 40, $50,000 for a smaller one. Um, as far as all the proper equipment, environmental control, uh, picturing that it might have to get through a week long cold snap of barely getting above single digits, it's like that's when you really look at, hmm, shit, man. I'm gonna go hit up Whole Foods right now. This ain't <laughs> worth it. And that's that's my take on. Yeah, it. it's a hobby uh, as much as anything. You know,
2: it's the, you know the pride you get from you know growing your own veggies. But I mean, I'm gonna grow. a lot. you could do some great cold there too. Let's get something. Facts <laughs> are facts, man. There ain't no limit on how much
0: hemp you can produce. <laughs> I mean, I have a. I have a friend up in Fort Collins that they just dig a, a, like not even a two foot deep hole in their front, their, their ground, put some wood around inside the hole and put a little uh, poly plastic cover over it. And they get, uh, cold cold season all winter long even when it snows and buries that shit and whatever they're alive and there they come back Dude, are you, I was there one time visiting right? in January I was like shit that thing What? what's in there and he's like i get a salad out of it later and it was like well below free and I guess because you're using you know you're digging down you're using geothermal a little bit if you can call it that at that level yeah you can figure it out yo man you're describing my favorite word
2: wallapini okay. <laughs> that's what that is wallapini I know you're talking like a about mound next to it yeah man that guy. that's the guy that got me to make a hoogle mound and And he was trying. He goes, dude, you should do a hoogle in your wallapini, man. And I was like, you just blew my mind. But that's what that is. When they (laughs) dig down, that's a wallapini. If you want to Google it and check it
0: out. Gotcha. Hey, you know what? You might be right, man. You might
2: be right. Maybe I will try that. Always thought that guy was nutty, but he might be onto something there.
0: What do you got going on with? Uh, I don't know. Maybe we could save this though. If you got to put it, for uh, what's going on in your grow? You got some can A and B and organic purchases. Yeah, Let's save that for a little. Bit yeah, I am. The, the last thing I
2: just wanted to talk about okay. is I've been doing a bunch of LED talk, and we we got in a conversation. Extractor Man, and LED Guru, got in a conversation. We were looking at the Spectrum Kings. We were looking at do it yourself lights. Is actually what we we're looking at. And there's a guy that I think he's, he's friends with Grow Mouse. I think I've seen him on on uh, Dude Grows. I don't know if he's in the DGC. I've seen him here there but green jeans and he's pacific light concepts and we were looking at his stuff and you know he's a, i think his name is gene it seems like he's right on track with what he's doing it's uh it's like a 250 watt but it's those cree diodes the way i like and they're just like these little um strips i want to say there's maybe four uh leds maybe four diodes in each strip maybe it's five diodes i'm not sure and they're maybe the three three you know, maybe, maybe about three foot long and you would just kind of hang them. It looks like they're really adaptable where you can hang them. And uh, like I said, I'm just okay. playing around with different stuff. That's actually how we got into the Gavita conversation because we were talking about they just looked really cool. I'm just going to give him a shout out or, you know, a hello. And uh, maybe he'll come on and tell us a little bit about these lights because it's kind of the, 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 some things that I'm interested in. So Pacific Light Concepts is who it is. But, yeah, really interesting stuff. Yeah, maybe
0: somebody out there is using them. I know some growers are using those for sure. I mean, if anybody in the cruiser knows anything about them, chime in. Yeah, definitely. Because I'm
2: starting to look. I'm looking to build a new a new setup. You know, it looks like I'm going to be building a new setup. Somewhere. And I'm like, well, okay, maybe I'll get these. You know, these are waterproof, like the Spectrum Kings. But they're just... Uh uh they're strips. I like the idea of these decentralized strips that you can kind of put anywhere. I think they're about 550, 575 bucks, and they're 250 watt strips. So I just thought it was an interesting concept. You know, it was funny. And then we, that led into saying, well, dude, if you're going to put those out in a greenhouse, why? You're going to need the heat. You know, you might as well just get, you know, get the hottest lights you can. So you can get a byproduct of the heat.
0: I was like, huh. Hmm. That's uh, and that's debatable too, man. I've obviously, depending if you're if people, even in uh, I believe Pueblo, depending on where you live, your local ordinances. I mean, you're going to find that <clears throat> you won't even a one six hundred watt light on at night, even in an area where you might be. Uh, you're going to have your star, star guys, or gazing neighbor, even if they're, you know, 2,000 feet away. And you're, you're, you basically have a glow cube. Right. I remember when I used to leave lights on. Remember, I'd leave, like, my timer would screw up when I had my tiki hut covered in uh, poly. <laughs> and, Jesus, uh, I'd be, like, coming home at 10 at night. And it looked like my best description is a fucking UFO was landing yep. between my house and Todd's house. It's like, whoa, okay, that was a screw up. But, uh, ah. yeah, you got to check out. Be careful with that stuff. I got this redneck neighbor,
2: and he hates the other neighbor. I think the other neighbor used to be a cop like 20 years ago, and used to bust this kid when he was in high school. So (laughs) I bought the house across the street from him, and like every now and again, I'll fucking like uh, I'd be driving home, and like the one neighbor will have a legitimate strobe light just aiming at the guy's front door and windows. (laughs) They're just warring on each other. It's fucking crazy. (laughs) That is ridiculous. A little bit. My buddy's a redneck man, and I don't think you want to piss him off. The kind of guy that'll do donuts in your
0: lawn, (laughs) but that's all I got, man. uh, That's that's all I got. Well, let's take a quick break, man. Let's throw our our, uh, growing, what's growing, on jam in here. Yeah, beautiful music. Check everything out. DudeGrows.com, guys. If you want to put anything for the shows, grower questions, always appreciated. Right on the first page, if you can get around the navigation menu with a lot of pop-ups. Sometimes that distracts me. Not pop-ups that are like advertising pop-up, but navigation pop-ups. It's the new turbo navigation. There's a, a submit guest post right on the homepage, or, or submit question. Get that into Grow Talk. Get that into whatever category you want. Always good to have good to have people part of the show, and we'll be right back. Alright. <music>
3: jungle cause we ain't playing games hundred pack of hordelocks yeah we grow the strains oh she's a temperamental girl sharks we, we always feed we can grow anything you want just give us eight weeks in the jungle Do riding up the jungle I wanna smoke a let buds grow wide and frosty it makes me wanna pull down
1: Smoke down, chop it down. In the jungle, I'm a step in the jungle. We're gonna breathe the dank, in the jungle. I'm step in the jungle. We're gonna get you high. Whoa. They
3: tried to take away my recharge, and I said no, no, no. Yes, I grow the dank, that's just like money in the The bank, bank. I'm in the no, oh, oh. Come on and do yourself a favor, and grow some dankness that you can savor. Cause I'm growing top shelf with recharge, the proof is in the smoke, oh, oh.
2: Recharge is a natural soil conditioner that takes the guesswork out of growing. The secret is in the biology. Recharge loads your soil up with organic beneficials that store and deliver nutrients to the plant as needed. In traditional or organic gardening, Recharge makes growing amazing quality simple.
3: I got the time to buy 7 bottles when one's
0: just fine. Why you try to take my recharge when you can get your own all right, man. Let's do some. Dude, dude. I'm, just laugh- do I'm just
2: laughing. I'm just laughing because you're describing the site, and you're like, I, I tried. I tried to simplify it. Our buddy Tony Scorpio was like, Hey, simplify this thing. And so, so we we went and tried to simplify it. And I was like, Hey, what do you think? He's like, It's uh, kind of more complicated now. <laughs> you know, in, in classic <laughs> Scott fashion, try to simplify something and overcomplicate. We're trying. We're trying. Over. Uh,
0: just before, i tell you what I got growing on. And a shout out to Optic Foyer. If you guys haven't picked up any, used any, or if I haven't sent any to new members, I think I still have some samples to try to get out. But check out Optic Foyer, guys. Great Foyer product. If nothing else, you want a good wetting, I don't even know, I'm calling it a wetting for transport, a bit less than what it is. A good way to get what you're using efficiently into your leaf spray. With the lights on, create less work. I have done, don't do the one mistake when I was a beginner grower, or not even a beginner grower. Shit can happen where I'm like, all right, I got to turn, turn off all my HID lighting and turn on my one fluorescent light so I can see what I'm doing and do my foliar spray. And then let everything dry. Let everything dry out so you can get those water beads off because you don't want your HID lighting to cut the water beads. Not all the time, but sometimes it can nice little pinhole burns. And, it depends and I what just you got. Pass that on the what, what you what you are spraying with is responsible for how big the water beads are.
2: You know how how big the water beads going to be. And the bigger the bead, like a magnifying glass.
0: Yeah, and uh, so then I would just you know for, then sometimes I'd forget to turn my HID lights back on. Uh, so that's a really cool thing. And when you do spray using transport, you will see just leaves I call it the nice sheen on the leaves or pick up you know what scotty people have been picking up their overgrowth i'm always like i don't know if you know buying a ready to use sometimes doesn't make sense because for i don't want to say you're paying for more water but when you're getting shipped sometimes you're thinking about hmm. but uh i've seen people over on amazon if you go or real growers um we have it over at amazon too but they're they're uh court ready to grow that shit is good uh, for people that don't have big ass gardens. And I like it at my, my nursery. After that, I got to use my nursery. Yeah, man. Anyway, all right. What do I have growing on? More. More and from what, the what's dude. What's up, Denish? What's up, You guys are always welcome. He always said people are welcome to go kick it over on his Facebook, some product or something. Absolutely. All right. So I want to talk more about investing your money. Just kidding. A little bit. Somebody here commented on uh, dudegrows.com, cannabis stocks. Suck. I love it. <laughs> I love
2: it. That's but uh, normally I'm I'm cheerleading
0: for positivity, but in this case I. Oh, uh, you dig it? It sucks, oh,
2: man. Okay, it sucks. Down. We'll do it live.
0: <laughs> Let's see who is this from? Ken. It Just, was from uh, Ken. Pop up menu. <laughs> Cannabis stocks equal. The suck <laughs> from Ken. Hey, dude, heard a recent show about cannabis stocks, and all I can say is beware, be motherfucking aware. Yowah! They're full of fraud, and you'll get scammed. You can count on these pieces of shit OTC companies to dilute your holdings to purchase more equipment, gear, bonuses, whatever. I've invested a few and saw all the games. MJNA. And this is the stock symbol, guys. MJNA and CBIS are particularly the suck. <laughs> want to want to invest some bucks? Go to a coin store, buy some one-ounce silver coins, buy some small one-tenth an ounce gold. You'll be really glad you did much sooner than you'll ever think about breaking even with cannabis. Ken. Thank you, Ken. All right.
2: I think that's really... Uh a cool perspective. It's kind of similar to my perspective. I think there's better investments, especially if
0: you've only got a thousand dollars or something like that. Yeah, you got to really. I mean, pick and choose. That's what's hard for what somebody mean, like me is I don't always have the time. How are you going
2: to pick and choose? It has nothing to do with what the what technology the company has. It has to do with cheap tricks that the company does. Stocks are fundraising operate. You know, so they've got all these cheap tricks to to raise funds, and I'm sure that people have informed them on. That what to do, you know, cheap ways to be able to
0: hold on to more money, a little wink, wink. Maybe you're supposed to do it. Maybe you're not. Don't tell anybody. That's fine. I'm just not going to I'm not going to generalize all cannabis stocks in this category. I mean, I'll say, yeah, there's some for sure. There's some stocks in other categories. Uh, I hey, used my to brother's say, which the kind of
2: entirely... guy that uh, when a company goes public, they go to him. And he'll advise them legally. And there's a reason why he gets paid so much money and he's so successful. It's because he shows them how to save money. And when they, they, you say to a financial guy, hey, look, there's $100,000 here for you. You can take another fifty out like this. You can, you know, bring, you know, wh- whatever it is, just like what this guy's talking about, you know, specific things that he's talking about, techniques. These guys use these techniques to raise capital they squeeze every last dime of capital they can out of their investors so i I don't know that it has to do with you know you're going to find the one good golden angel out there i think these are just techniques that are used
0: all right i'll give you an example without looking into it further (laughs) back in the day when i I, I lived in south florida when i lived in south florida uh, that was when i lived when my wife went down there to fau you know met you hanging down there that was about 2001 right I saw a whole a whole Foods opening up right across from the university, and I thought, man, I should throw a little bit of money at these guys. It's not a penny stock. I' feel pretty good. I, I hear you. I mean, I, I thought you were talking all stocks, you know, no. I can agree a penny stock is like going to going to Vegas, you know, I'm fine with that, and it's analogy. like going to Vegas with um, a bunch of thieves. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I will let you have, have that <laughs> review. I will say, uh, oh, there's a couple comments here. Let's see if uh, Hey,
2: if you want, um, just give me, me your money. Goes.
0: I'll invest it for you.
2: I'm sorry. Said, you lost soup it.
0: soup said. I really like Scotty's idea of finding a local cannabis business to invest in. There's got to be no short of cannabis related startups and entrepreneurs trying to get their businesses off the ground in the Denver area. I love uh, the idea of finding someone locally with an awesome cannabis idea and investing it. In, uh, to make to help make the dream or la- reality, you can make some money, support friends in the ind- industry, and help sweet new product or idea to make it. So I just need to give. Uh, just need to, Just need to give my uh, money money to recharge, I guess. So you can do more formulating. But and remember, investing. you did though,
2: and that's what that's why it's so close to home. Remember, I couldn't afford labels when we first started up. You know, I was, you know when we first started up, I was. Uh, I think I was just doing the bamboo thing, you know, and I think it was, you know, me and you were talking. And you said, yeah, you know what? You should you should do that product. And uh, I could barely even afford labels. It was like almost two thousand dollars in labels or something. You're like, here, man, I got the money. I'll, I'll lend it to you. And that's what I was, that was like the, the catalyst where I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll do it, man. And you know, I'll do it.
0: Well, Soup said if he had some money to invest and lived in Denver, he'd be hit in Denver. He'd be investing in Grosencia and Mammoth P. He says I suspect those guys are going places. if They aren't already there. Uh, yeah, right. honestly, and looking at their,
2: their facility and their car—that's nice new Subaru that's wrapped. Somebody invested in them already. Somebody, uh, somebody saw potential there, and I believe they are well funded. They sure look it to me.
0: Yeah, the long, co- last comment, long bottom leaf, man. Appreciate this one as well. He goes, there's an in- episode, which I haven't heard of this, uh, Canna Insider. Canna Insider must be a podcaster show with Matthew Kind. Uh, it was this week. He said there's an interview with Alan Br- uh, Brochstein. That gets pretty into this topic. The gist of it is there are very few viable traded companies in the stock market, but the best, uh, investment currently lies in Canadian companies, mostly because it's federally. So interesting stuff. Good points, guys.
2: Yeah, you know what? Honestly, um, I am you know. so happy and, and proud to see everybody giving valid opinions, and we we really got a dialogue going here. I mean, soup. Uh, what is Zex Marquis and Longbottom Leaf? Thank you so
0: much for adding to the conversation. Your opinions are, are fucking awesome and really valid. Yes. Well, you know, it's always something to think about. Yeah, I haven't invested. I have invested in one penny stock. Be truthful. I did it right after it went legal here. I was like, oh, it went legal. I'm going to throw a thousand dollars at a penny stock for the hell of it. And to be honest, I uh, always want you to be Ken, honest with me, dude. With Ken, it was MJNA. the One of the ones that he said <laughs> are particularly the suck. So, oh, that has to hurt, man. Uh, maybe I'll sell when it goes back up to the amount of pennies I bought it for. But right, right now, it's not looking hot. <laughs> right. You know, there's just
2: something that it was called. It's called micro lending, and they started doing it in India. And it turned out like you know, there was like women that were, had skills and were able to, to make things or or do you know? I think they were just making simple things, but they just didn't have the you know two dollars to go and buy yarn or to go buy the raw materials. You know? And so they had this micro lending thing where you could literally you would lend somebody five bucks and it would help them it would help them greatly and it was cool as hell i think there's a bunch of places that you know there's there's places that do it now even something like that you, i just want to help you know i it's it's about helping people for me like i said nobody's going to be here forever you want people to say nice things about you and i mean the one legacy you can leave is if you help people they sure seem to remember
0: yes all right let's hit a little just combine these next two here, man. We got spider mite talk. I forgot who who uh, requested it. It was through my email. Sorry about that. <laughs> and we have See, uh, we can we can blame Sean of, uh, for this next week. Yes, a, bit, a little bit of, of uh, beneficial insects. So spider mite. The question was asking on spider mites. Like, what what product do you guys prefer? Um, what's your method? So I'm trying to think about how to answer this like in a when I'm we used to work retail and it's like all right man you know it was during the hot you know when when in, I think it was 09 when the feds uh, came out and made a statement that they were going to were not going to go after medicinal growers anymore Oh, remember that uh, and then, I packed my car yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes and then I also remember that that was when the store got insanely busy working became from working at hey, it's cool, man. I work at the hydro shop to holy shit. To I was Walmart. just on my feet and I helped it to 55 people today and I told 22 of them how to beat spider mites. So I had to have like a like hit the button here and I'll give you a quick wrap on it. Did you ever work a trade so, show before
2: like a max yield show before?
0: Uh, kind of. I helped you out one time a
2: little yeah, bit at one it, It's in like Denver. you need a pitch, like they're called the elevator pitch or whatever, but you need to be, you're going to tell a thousand people. Maybe you'll say it seriously five to 600 times that day, that same 30 seconds, you know, quick, quick pitch. And it, it's kind of interesting, man. That's what you're reminding me of there. It's just, you know, spider mites. Sure. Here's my... You know, three sentences about spider mite.
0: <laughs> yeah, what I would do, and there's more. I mean, it's hard to go. We go in just a little bit deeper than a couple of minutes, but you know, there's veg and bloom treatment, guys. There's so many good products out there. Uh, we're working on getting a little, um, I'll say, I guess, endorsement or whatever. We want to pick a few. We used, you know, we loved Guardian before we found out, you know, the snake <laughs> oil, and so we're, you know, we're on the hunt to never find seen one, that or two, name. one or two other that would be a support of the show but you know there we've already heard some mentioned on the show green cleaners seem to be getting a lot of good hype uh, around that product uh, as well as there's all kinds of other different uh, botanical oils coming out now at the top of my head wish I was looking there's so much stuff but if you're in vegetative growth you got a pretty pretty good option uh, in checking out a lot of different things down to the easiest being neem uh, the main thing is identifying these mites before they are huge problems. If I identified them, you don't have webbing. I mean, you're in veg, but you know they're there, or maybe a little bit of webbing. The first thing I would do, and you can always, you know, whatever, of course, chime in, Scotty, is if your garden needs a pruning or a thinning, you know, because you're going to want to get really good spray cover dealing with the now's the time. Why not trim some of that shit out? Take off. If leaves, if you see a leaf and you're like, damn, that's got, fuck it, take it off, throw it yep. away. After you do that process, top the garden if it needs it, uh clean after inside you do that process too, though
2: clean inside that's really where they like to hang out is where the shitty air ventilation
0: so clean in in the center of your plants and all the bottom so clean that thing up and then take your clothes don't go to any other area of your garden don't go check on your bloom room don't go to your outdoor garden take all those clothes directly to the wash then go take then start the wash then go take a shower and then come back down because you know you got mites on you and get ready to do your spray application Everywhere. I mean, like you know, just every single surface you can hit, tops and bottoms of leaves. For me, uh you know, some people uh, optic foliar from like we have mentioned transport earlier in the show. Danish that gets in the mesophyll layer, and you know, there's no need to fully spray the bottoms. I'm just too anal, man. I want to see spray hit in the bastard, so I spray everything. That's day. Let's say that's day one. You can let um, you know maybe two days go by, three at the most, because an egg's gonna hatch, I think, every three days. So I'd let two days go by. I'd go do exactly what you just did again, either with the same product or a different spray, your choice. You've been using the same product a lot. Switch it up. Uh, another one we've liked for this was Ed Rosenthal's a spray is pretty decent I dilute it down I found it to burn at full strength but I do like his concentrate uh, he's got some good stuff in there So, and then you're going to do it again we're going to do this three times guys three treatments I don't like foggers because I believe that I've seen them I've used it. I've used a fogger four years ago and saw the mites crawling all around. the next day, The next day, when the lights came back on, fuckers were crawling. Wait, now, like I don't talk, like talk,
2: a fogger. People are getting confused. I thought you're talking about one of the yeah. Go ahead. The, you know, panda
0: foggers, time release like cans. Yeah. Like the can, you hit the tab on and you got to get the hell right, out like of the a room bug bomb. Just is, is what we call them. There you go. Exactly. In Florida, so Those we used call to be pretty popular. Do you get more bug them, bombs Scotty, for I've the used double them. wide? Seen them become less and you know, less less effective. Another good trick during this time frame, if you have environmental control, lower it, man. The cooler you can get to within not, you know shocking the plants. So if your garden runs eighty four in veg, which is fine, but you can have it run seventy one for a few days while you're battling the mites. That will really slow them down. So, yeah, that's what that has to do with the uh, it,
2: reproductive rate.
0: And there's you can just Google that.
2: There's charts on it. Uh, it's like it's like at seventy degrees, they're producing I don't know, a few hundred eggs a day and at like 90 degrees they're producing like a few thousand you know it's crazy like each mite yeah so it, it's 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 just insane the the amount of magnification you know whatever the am- amount of more uh eggs that you get that will lay in higher temperatures that's why you can grow in higher temperatures like i've grown i pulled harvest off at 90 degrees before but every oh, everything yeah. is uh Turbified. Yeah, thank you. That was the word That's I was looking bug for. Specially. Accelerated was the word I was <laughs> looking for, but turbified works. Yeah, and you just got to watch it. You, things drink. They, the, the plants transpire much quicker. They drink much faster. Uh, and bugs multiply much faster, but they grow really fast, too.
0: Yeah, and now when you get into fl- the flower, the, this is where it's always – there's a lot of different ways to deal with things, opinions on things. If I'm like a month in, I got developed flowers, even sometimes three, three and a half weeks, you start to get some pretty decent flowers – I don't like spraying too much. I'll do a, I'll do a light uh, Azamax spray. If something really has, um, and this is just me, you know, uh, people tell me green cleaner's fine throughout. We got to get them up on the show. But I've seen it, you know, affect the flowers a little. Maybe I was using it at the wrong rate. Uh, but especially really fragrant things, like I'm not going to take Ed Rosenthal spray, which smells like Christmas time, cinnamon, like whatever, and spray it right on my flowers. Now, technically people, and plus there's oils and stuff in there. This is where I want growers to start more and more. To go the beneficial route, right? Man. Get your beneficial predators. They can do damage, man, like good d- damage to the bugs, not your plants. And uh, there's a lot we're we're getting further and further in this area. And even something simple as, as, lazy, as uh, bugs. Uh, lazy bugs, cheap ass lazy bugs you can get anywhere. Are you calling them lazy bugs?
2: Because <laughs> <Should I> call- <laughs> they are not lazy. <laughs> you called them lazy uh, bugs, little, dude. What's up with that? High, shit? Feeling a little lazy, okay. you know? I don't want to spray. Guys, can I just don't get the, the lazy bugs? bugs.
0: Get the ladybugs. I don't mind them. Ladybugs. I have no problem with the ladybugs. No, ladybugs are great. You, you can a lot of times you can get them at your local nursery. ten, $10 eleven dollars for thousand. Yeah. Uh or Just a know, of course, they will get. <laughs> they will get in your uh, your vent. They'll get You'll all get open, everywhere but they, they in do your a everywhere. Good job.
2: But they will not. They will knock down if you've got. A, and that's the thing is that. You don't want really um, little teeny tiny bugs that can maybe get stuck in the resin that you wouldn't be able to see. At least ladybugs are big enough to crawl in and out compared to a trichome glint.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. The other thing, though, if you want to deal with something smaller, predators. That was with this next uh, question with uh, Dirty dirty Curdy here over on YouTube. He goes, uh, the answer, and he's listening to species for thrips. Because I mentioned on Grow Talk Monday, I'm like, there's a good uh, predator for thrips. And he's saying uh, a Steiner Nema. Uh, Velotei for Thrips. He has, he has a great free catalog he gets sent to him every season from Arbico Organics. Uh, you can go to their site and get hey, their... you know what? I've tried to talk to them
2: a little bit. I think we need to get a hold of those guys. they got a really nice website, and they do, like, you know, at least seems like they got their act together online. So it might might have to check that out. Somebody We might have to order something and see if it's worth a shit. Yeah, and I've, the ordered, tires on it.
0: I've ordered the predator thr- uh, predator um, mites that you get for spider mites. It's super cool. Like, you get them in a vial. The simulids. And uh, then once the vial warms up off either, you know, it's been on a little bit of an ice pack you know, shipped to you or when you take them out of the fridge, it's always used right. to judge if they're good vials or not. They usually, within a couple minutes, start going ape shit, and they're crawling all over. And those things are so small. Like, and people, I don't know if they're overthinking it, in my opinion, when they're like, man, I don't want all these bugs up in my bud and be smoking them shit. I'm like, No. Like they hold such little moisture in their bodies, I can only imagine that once they die because they don't have anything to eat or they're done doing their thing. I've never like trimmed and noticed small predator mites. Have you? I have not, have not. But
2: yeah, ladybugs. Kind of saying the ladybugs if you were a little closer to harvest because you can buy so many of them. And you know, my ladybugs lasted a long time in in my grow. I was kind of surprised they had like second generations. I would see the new ones coming out. And I'd be, wow, they kind of did last a while. It was cool. Cool, cool uh so yeah keep that in mind dude i don't want to hey you know i don't want to hear it also if you get ladybugs and uh and you're like fuck this they're dying all over my room this is bullshit i hate scotty real now like just just my opinion man but we're just giving you our opinions here so just take them with a grain of salt and enjoy some haters lately man
0: whoa Yeah, you know, that's the first sign of success is when you get haters, brother. Yeah,
2: I guess so. I guess so. But, yeah, we're not the beginning and end all of gardeners here or growers. You don't hear me declaring myself the world's best grower. I'm just, like I I say this too often, but I'm just interested. And so we're kind of going through it and me and my good friend talk about growing and and if you get something out of it hopefully we give you a foothold to start your investigation come on we all got google these days you know you can't blame nobody for nothing when we all got (laughs) google give you an idea give you some inspiration and then you, you roll with it from there
0: Got to do the same quote I liked the last show. I keep using the Dr. Dre, man. Do your thing, man. Fuck what they looking at. So, you know, within reason, I don't want to sound like I'm, you know, a uppity bastard or whatever. But, yeah, like you said, take it or leave it. And uh, if you don't know, what you just say basically you have no excuses because of Google?
2: Yeah, yeah. You use your resources and your initiative. And you've got a lot of resources. We're just one of them.
0: True, true. I mean, when I was battling the hemp russets, um, indoors and out. It's funny. And people do this at the grocery store, too. When you go in, you know, you'll ask one salesman and then you hang out for another half hour just to get another salesman's opinion. You want to hear from two different growers? And then I'll go, of course, when you are online, everybody knows. Oh, man, I just went to eight different forums all the way from the oldest one was 1998. And then I found one tw- like and then you got to develop right. your own opinion.
2: And But the one guy who's four people back goes, hey, man, no, I went through it all, and the prosimilates don't work in Colorado, the Californicus. And you go, hey, thanks, man. You know, yeah, I did kind of notice that, the, that they didn't work. And you go, man, I noticed that guy seemed to be making some sense. I'm going to go home and Google Californicus, and I'm going to call an expert and ask them. You know, he gave me the foothold by, by bringing up humidity and, t- and telling me that he, you know, he saw the same things that I saw where it verified it. And now I've got a, enough to make it maybe, you know, make a change and, and have an intelligent decision. That's all.
0: Yes. Fair enough. Well, that was my quick spider mite talk. You can talk spider mites for an hour. Like maybe we'll do uh, this guy wants to get another show out, where, you know, a straight topic, a straight topic with maybe a, I don't know, a forum or a chat or something to field questions. Yeah, I
2: thought it. I thought it'd be cool for the members to be like, yo, let's talk about spider mites for an hour. Let's talk about ventilation and, and, and environment for an hour. Let's talk about lights kind of stuff. All righty. You know I like to
0: talk, dude. <laughs> I had a re- <laughs>
2: It's the only time I get uninterrupted bong hit time.
0: I had a uh, back from the uh, olden episodes, a recharge it up. Uh, recharge it up. We used to have a segment, but I have a question. And this is a, uh, I use the advanced three part that's advanced nutrients saver or three part just like gh just like four other five six other companies uh sure and which i don't really i guess some growers like the control with the three part like why do i want a three part when i got a great two you know that's what <laughs> one less bottle one less thing to mix yeah. but some people do like and just you know i was talking to the owner
2: of way to grow years ago and he goes no, everybody learns to grow from a buddy you know, it's, this is what my friend does. My friend taught me how to do it this way. And a lot of people deviate and try their own stuff, but a lot of people don't. And so I, I think that's where it comes with. If you're, you know, somebody who taught you how to grow is old school and is used to GH3 part, you know, and now you're running 1,200 lights, you better learn how to use a 3 part.
0: Yeah. Well, that was, oh, sorry. I was about to see you get, we get into it. I'm like, that was about it for what's going on, but we didn't, <laughs> didn't really recharge it up. <laughs> so he uses the advanced nutrient 3 part, and he goes, do I use recharge with it? Or with just water when feeding? And, you know, people always think, now, are we going to be harming? If I just want to water it all on at once, am I harming my microbes? Am I, you know, am I killing anything by adding it in with a salt-based nutrient? Or should I just water it in on its own?
2: You know, it's it really is up to you. There's, there's ways to do it with either. What I mean by that is if you're hand-watering, Dude, you can put a little, like a half a scoop of recharge in with every time that you hand water. Your plants are going to be super just lush. And somebody was like, uh, there was 10-inch there was leaves or something like that. Did you say 10-inch blooms? I can't remember. But uh, there was a meme like that. And it's you just get those kind of huge, huge leaves. And... You know, that's because everything's healthy. So if you do that every, a little bit, every watering, man, you can't go wrong. You're adding just this diverse population of microbes, and they're basically populating the soil with these good guys, and that makes room for these other microbes to come up and show up. So, yeah, you can do it twice a week, which is maybe every time you water, or three times a week, uh, and just cut the dosage in half, you know, instead of taking a big scoop once a week. Take a third of a scoop three times a week. But It's up to you. If you don't hand water... Then recharge is something I like to hand water in. So, like me, I, I don't hand water. Uh, so, once a week, I fill up, I use a big scoop once a week, and I just on top feed everything. Super happy. Cool. So it really is up to you. Dep- it depends what's more convenient.
0: Yeah, I do the, uh, I do the, well, you know, I'll, no, it's applicable. I was going to make, no, I'll save it. I'll save it. I do use it uh, on its own, typically. Uh, once a week, I'll make a double dose with water. And that's just because that's how I roll. I'm not going to say. I used to mix it sometimes with other nutrients too. Because if I had a nutrient mix that was too low for my my liking, if it got down to like 4.8 and I wanted it at 5.2. I'd use the recharge Uh as a pH up. Sometimes it would work out just perfectly to add a little recharge for me. But regardless. uh... Oh, yeah. And, man, I was just listening to that microbe book today. I'm not a microbiologist.
2: I'm somebody that was handed this stuff and was told about microbes. And over the years, I've been learning about them and growing to appreciate them. I'm still not anywhere close to a microbiologist, but not even close. (laughs) I've read a couple books. And it was just interesting how they just just – Uh, what is it called, the Hidden Half of Nature or something like that, the one I'm reading now, they just talk about how bacteria are just loaded with nitrogen. And I remember I used to listen to Elaine Ingham, or I've heard her talk a couple times, and she talks about how, like, each bacteria has, like, 30 nitrogen to one carbon. So it's just got, like, a ton of nitrogen. So even if you are killing these things, even if you've got... Uh, you know, some kind of poison in there, You really high, you know, high level of, of poison in there that's just absolutely killing these microbes. You're not disintegrating them. You're not vaporizing their existence. These things are still dying in the soil with a belly full of carbon. They're, they're bacteria. They're living. They're multiplying while, they're, you know, while you're brewing it, at least, or while it's in the soil for a little bit. I don't think it's instant death. Yeah. And you end, up, you end up with a whole bunch of these bacteria in the soil, whether they're living or dead. You know, de- de- is, is depends on your cultivation practices But they're there And they're used as nutrition
0: I agree, sir I like the uh, Yeah, man Mike Obriel powers That being said, man <laughs> If you want to pimp your garden Pick up some Recharge, guys uh, RealGrowers.com Or over at Amazon Search Real Growers Recharge uh, yeah. it up. I give you my personal guarantee I don't do that for many products That's
2: oh, so nice it's, it's been it's really fun now because the Dgc has has let their friends know let the grow stores know and it's, it's just been really fun now now we're just trying to keep keep orders filled keep everything in stock so thank you
0: all right well we got to go to we got a little bit of what kind of weed smoking and yeah what's going on in our grows let's take a quick break before that and we'll be back with those two very informative segments help you enjoy your own grow trimming whatever you're doing growing hopefully you got the uh, I don't have a speaker micro it's a little too much i usually put the headphone sometimes i feel though the plants would benefit some type of like little bows in for them it just loops. yeah i do have some patio speakers i mounted some patio speakers when i redid the place and
2: then i have this little for like 12 bucks you can get it it's like a bluetooth kind of connector so it connects to like this old uh, stereo receiver that i had but it connects to my phone so i can just crank tunes up and shit they tell me they can hear them up on the top floor when i'm cranking it up so <laughs> Yeah, it makes a nice environment, though. It really does. And I'll bet you there is something to music and the plants because they're little vibrations. Those waves are vibrations. And it's just vibrating the plant a little
0: bit. How can that hurt? A little movement? It's like the bio wave, I think it was called, product, whatever that thing was that spun around. <laughs> yeah, I remember that thing, man. I don't, yeah, don't, don't know Don't, don't know about if it. it's still around. Anyway, we're going to take a break, guys. We'll be right back. Check it all out. Do grow stuff.
1: Yo, why don't you go get that good shit? You know, that shit that your brother gave you, good shit. that good shit, that shit, shit, yeah, that's the shit, that's the that shit, right here, yeah, that's the shit,
3: Feet things that you don't understand just at the recharge. You grow to take in a
1: way,
0: man. What you? Smoking her on what you're talking on. Yeah, you know,
2: it was really nice. I.B. High came and he actually, dude, you want to talk about having problems with the with the heat? He's like, dude, I got a six inch can fan going. It's it ain't doing it, you know. So we, we we hooked up I.B. High. He's good DGC. We hooked him up with an eight inch, and it was amazing, dude. We looked at the CFM difference between a six and an eight, and it was like almost double. You know, I think an eight inch was. Uh, oh, maybe I have this wrong. Maybe he kept the six, but I do remember looking at the. uh, at the eight inch, and being like, holy shit, it's like, you know, one was 460 CFM or something for the the, the six inch, and then the eight inch was like 800 and something, like high eights. Like, it's amazing. Yeah, it's, I guess there's like, and then they said like the 12 inch can fan is like, I don't know, 13 or 12 something, or you know, I can't remember what the CFM is, but a lot, man. So they jump up a lot. Pretty, pretty cool stuff. So, anyway, he brought over some, uh, uh, Gosh, what do they call it? Raw glue. Remember Brad from Raw Genetics was on the show, and he gave out a whole bunch of seeds, uh-huh. uh, seed packets? So the, some of these seed packets now, it's really awesome. We're getting to see what, what, what the DGC did with them. So this was raw glue grown under a spectrum. Dude, it's just so good. I actually just did Instagram out a picture I guess it went out on Twitter as well, if everything worked right. But, yeah, it really did look nice. And, I mean, IB High, it's not a super sophisticated system. He's a, a real young guy. And he's, what I mean by that is he don't have years and years of growing experience. I think this is his first house, and he just you know—he just, just got maybe his first light. And, yeah, that's Spectrum King. And I don't know what he's growing. I think it's just soil. I want to say he's just doing so- Oh, I remember. No, it was Biocana. He's using Biocana with their media. Nice. And, and, recharge, and recharge, of course. But, I'm tempted uh, to run stuff, that again, man. actually.
0: I've ran that once, but I didn't really complete that grow with the BioCana line. Uh, but then again, I would be interested. Because that's all, I think that whole line, except for one, is also veganic. The Veganic growers get into but But uh, I don't know. We'll check, I got gotcha. you. Check out.
2: The- I like po- <laughs> poop. <laughs> I like poop shit. <laughs> Damn it. Can I unsay that? <laughs> I hear you. Uh, but I think, I think uh, it makes sense. Dude. It's coming out of an animal, okay? Your, their guts have microbes. By the way, guys, loaded we're,
0: with microbes. we're still in the What Scotty Smoking section, so when he's talking about poop, <laughs> keep this in mind.
2: Dude, because I'm starting to get it. I see how it works. The animals, those are your microbe factories. They eat the food. They recycle it and put fresh, micro, you know, put fresh microbes into the, you know, whatever you want to call it, the waste, and then the waste goes back into the soil where, where it's able to be used and, and processed again. So, I don't know, man. That just is amazing to me. Cool.
0: Ah, it is. It is, and it's a part of the way that the natural cycle goes, uh, in in my p- opinion. Uh, it'd be hard it, for me it to is. give it's up facts, all, all, of, uh, all of the poop. You can't go with Kyle fully on keep the poop out of your pot. Now, after it's yeah, grown and done and harvested, you definitely want to keep the poop out of your pot. But what's yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: But I just, I just agree that I just think that there's something, I think that manure, like I'm looking at one of the things that I bought was this buffalo, which was composted buffalo manure. And I'm pretty sure that that's good stuff. I'm pretty sure that good microbes got to grow on there, or it was it was inoculated with good microbes in, in that buffalo's gut. And that's how people have been growing great, great crops for a long time.
0: Yeah. Um, even, yeah, even the like Native poop. Native I American. It. I don't know. Did The Native Americans, they, they grew different shit. Did they use some buffalo? Would have made sense. Maybe they grew on fields that the buffalo used to be on or still on. I don't know. And I'm not a very I historical you, person.
2: I, I think it is one of the reasons, that, you know, one of the things that, you know, Hindus respect the cow. We look at, you know, we, we think it's kind of crazy in this country, but in, in India, you know, like the cow is the most respected Uh, animal you know people are reincarnated to become a cow and they're given a lot of respect because of what they do they make life they actually take you know you know whatever this this uh, hay or whatever and they make a a fertilizer out of it a life-giving fertilizer think about if you don't have any any food (laughs) it's life-giving and I, i could just see like hundreds of years ago that's why they're like, dude. Don't fuck with the cow. The cow is our fertilizer factory. Fertilization and
0: and, and milk. And uh, then you think, well, shit, man. Can we eat it too? (laughs) I ate the cow and it tasted like
2: steak and it was delicious.
0: I think everybody should, like, you should have a. a mandatory tour in your life of the meat processing factory area in Greeley, Colorado, which I have not been to, but oh my God. and then just, you know, just Fuck you get no. to tour a couple of them, maybe one pig processing arena and one cow processing arena, get to go get to go say hi to them in the feed lot real quick, Just say goodbye, hi and goodbye, and then, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a vegetarian, but I do try to pick at least where I'm getting my from and, you know, whatever, how it is and shit. Some of it, it doesn't seem like there's much of an excuse. They're just... Animals are treated to like the sheer profit in the way you can do things. Have, oh, why would I let them all roam around? That's more expensive, I guess. Anyway, I'm rambling. Yeah, I just... I just bought <clears throat> my cat was out of food. I ran over and bought
2: some cat food, and I saw that it was like, wow, they got this really nice stuff. It was all in like a paper bag, and it was like the only ingredients are chicken and you know whatever, you know, some kind of grain or something. I was like, wow, this looks nice. And I looked, and I was, you know, all of them were five ninety nine, six ninety nine. So I grabbed this thing. I'm like six, maybe it's an extra couple bucks. It was like sixteen dollars. <laughs> I was like, oh. But my point is, you know, when I go to Whole Foods, it's in my family's away, so I can actually afford to go to Whole Foods now. It's nice, <laughs> but I go there and I'm like, Oh, $18, $19 a pound for steak, you know, or $22 a pound for steak. I'm like, Yeah. That's what it probably costs if you're going to really sustainably do this. You know, it's just got to be absorbently expensive if you're going to do this sustainably. When you start jamming, you know, a thousand chickens in a fucking little, little area, you know, and all that kind of stuff. That's how you get. How, dude, it don't scare you when you can get $1.99 boneless, skinless chicken breast. How the fuck do they do that? Man? <laughs> yes, Come it on. does
0: scare me. So. The
2: only better value is giving a stripper a dollar. You know, it's the only better value in this. Country. <laughs> Actually, that's just a joke because that's fucking $1.99 chicken is a terrible value because it's pumped up with all sorts of weird shit, man. There's no way you can put all those chickens together and not have them start doing we- like they start pecking each other. So you got to give them antibiotics for the no, source. They're going to peck each you know? other.
0: They already saw to remove their beaks, man. These are beakless chickens for close quarters. Yeah, it's weird. So just, like I said,
2: vote with your dollars. I'd rather eat a little bit less chicken uh, and, and feel a little bit better about what I'm... Can't support that shit, man. That is
0: terrible. All right. All right. Well, I'm not smoking anything too right. exciting. I am on smoking some Island Sweet Skunk. I still have a grip of this, even though I don't have the plant anymore. And it was in a jar. I found a jar, like about maybe a quarter of it, and a jar in my car. A jar in my car, not too far, Dr. Seuss style. All right. But it was... Uh, Shit rhymes and it was, shit. This is in my car that gets up to, you know, I just leave it out in the sun and whatever. It easily gets that sun hot in there, 100-something. I'm like, damn, I wonder, man, it probably screwed it up pretty good. But it's great, you know? I mean, I hear, I don't know how, to what extent, or how long. I know eventually, but you keep a bag you felt lost in your glove box that's been in there a year. It's probably pretty weak, but this shit's great. A little bit drier, for sure. It was sealed in that jar and never opened and reached very high temperatures for at least, I'd say, a month and a half. And yeah,
2: but very high temperatures is like
0: low hundreds,
2: you yeah. you 're basically just decarboxylating that shit, <laughs>
0: you know you got bet it's stronger, yeah, all right hell,
2: yeah, and hey, do you see any of these memes? I really do like these, and guys, I, I got, know I owe some of you. I got one meme yeah, what's up? for today Yeah, I, yeah, I do see something what, what i 'm going to do is i 'm just going to go down the list with uh with Sean, LED guru. And we're just going to award. I know I always say, hey, I'm going to award you guys nugs. And uh, half the time I forget to do it. or I forget who I said I was going to do that to. So just you guys are going to see as we go down. We start our mornings at every, every morning by taking a look at these. And when I see something that I just fucking love, I give it a thumbs up. And I, I ask Sean if I'll award some extra nugs. So ho- hopefully that makes everybody happy.
0: I had to pick, uh, and that will, uh, the Fish Ganja guy because he made a meme out of that. We covered it on Grow Talk Monday. And it just says it's simple, very simple, like a sticker. Should make these stickers, and it says MILF mothers. I'd like to flower, and I do love milfs, so I had to pick this name. Sure, the sheer growing and agricultural value of it. So, uh, yeah, fish ganja MILF guy, is man. your category, man. <laughs> M- MILF is my <laughs> my. I'm only talking growing here, dude. You keep a clean mind, man, all right? This is the Dude Grow Show, you know? <laughs> you know
2: what? That is awesome. And we made a bunch of stickers of that. So that's, that's like I said, that's what, that's what LED Guru is doing right now is cutting a bunch of these stickers. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Please keep on making this. My my favorite was that one's awesome. I definitely made I think I made, like, a dozen. I'll be sending them out with different orders. But it's funny when you say shit and I guess, you know, people pick up what you're putting down. So, so uh, gr- how do you say this? Gr- groman- gromino? Come on. Oh, gro- Gromomino? Help
0: me out with that, man. I don't know. Which one are you on?
2: G-R-O-M-O-I-N-M-O. <laughs> Gromoinmo. Gromoinmo. Anyway, yeah, it says. i love to hear you trying. <laughs> yeah, right. It's Henry Rollins from Liar. It's that, that crazy where he's dressed up all red, and it goes, if I can't eat it or smoke it, then what the fuck am I watering it? Or why the fuck
0: am I watering oh, it? Oh, I did see that <laughs> one. Is it, Henry Rollins?
2: <laughs> yep. If I can't eat it or smoke it, then why the fuck am I watering it? All right, I didn't fuck it up that time. Perfect. Nice, perfect. man. But that, yeah, that's classic. You know, sometimes I say shit, and I'm like, did anybody, Ho- hopefully I got away with saying that without embarrassing myself too bad. <laughs> it worked out. It worked yeah. out. All yeah, right. Oh, you know what, man? What? It's the same thing, man. Check out my big 10-inch. And that's a uh, gr- gr- gromanoto again or Grominomo. I don't know. You have to tell me how to say that. But and it's just these fucking ten-inch leaves next to a ruler, and that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like th- that's what I get with recharge when I, you deep. Just look at the color of that leaf. Look at the the color green in that leaf, and. Uh, Man, hey, I, I get you, by the way, man. I, I was looking up there. So I was actually, you know what? I'll play it, man. There's a blues song. My Big Ten Inch, record of a favorite blues. <laughs> You're
0: going to play that? When are you going to play that? <laughs>
2: you want to hear it? Come on, I'll play it right now. I got to She
3: just loved my Big Ten Inch, record of a favorite
2: blues. <laughs> See, I can go way back, man. I can go old school. I thought, <laughs> That's uh, fucking funny. It was like and when I was finding that on YouTube, it was all sorts of stuff. Like it was like I guess back in the day you had, you know, to be dirty, them jazz musicians, they, they weren't fucking around, but they had to all disguise it, you know. So it was my big ten inch record of your favorite blues Talking about the jazz musicians you
0: know. back in the day, they're all crazy on marijuana, man. They're all yeah, they're what they call it? They'd call it like gay and
2: no, was what they call it. I can't remember. It was something good yeah. T. They would call it T all right well let's yeah, talk so about
0: about what's going on in our groves, since that's always interesting to listen to the memes are only a five out of ten interesting to listen to uh, Eventually, eventually we
2: do the video show man
0: we've never we've only talking about doing the video show for quite a long time but that's all right we're still putting out good entertainment now that you got your, the assistant for the show uh, i don't even shall Do you have the official title for the led guru
2: they're all pothead assistants, man. Oh, They're all Okay, PAs. perfect, perfect. I love it. Hey, dude, just do me a favor. If you can go, just see a WV Kind has this perfect environment, bring the dank meme. And it's just basically, it's a blazer that has a window unit and, and a generator. And it seems to be plugged in while he's driving down the road. It was like a blazer from 1979 or something. So it's pretty classic. But he just happened to randomly catch the street sign. And dude, isn't that your exit when you lived out in South Florida, It says Southwest 10th Street Sawgrass Expressway. Oh. Don't bring back the memories, brother. I don't think that was my exit,
0: but... Uh.
2: Or you were in Boca. I don't know. I remember just... I thought that was so funny that that's like... You know, it's from our neck of the woods.
0: Best exit for me would have been Glades or just north of that Yamato, I believe. Dude, I had like a weird coincidence happen. Do What's you that? mind if I tell you? Uh, how interesting is it?
2: <laughs> I was listening to the okay. Howard Stern okay. show. go ahead then. And, and, and they had... Don't mind if I do. And they had what's that? Joel McHale, who was like the he is like uh, what does he do? The soup and all that. He was doing some kind of presidential. I don't. He's doing some kind of comedy or whatever. So he had his writers with him. And the guy was there's you know Howard's talking to him and he goes oh yeah so you what's your writer's name Vico what the hell kind of name is Vico anyway and it was it was uh, he goes oh it's Greek. I was like, yeah, you know, I did used to know a kid named uh, Boyd Vico back in the day, and I guess he was Greek. It makes sense now. Start listening, and at the end, they go, all right, well, at least give yourself a shout out, man. He goes, hey, my name's Boyd Vico. Boyd Vico. Holy shit. Huh? Boyd Vico? Boyd Vico. That's a weird name. Like, that's not a name that everybody has. The guy's name, oh, my my name is Vico. And I was like, oh, I knew a guy named Vico. Boyd Vico. And then, sure enough, man, it's got to be the same guy, right? interesting
0: and well i mean you don't want to have a name like that and get into like crime you know uh, you're gonna have to have some aliases well, you know what's for fu- sure what's up
2: what's fucked up is me and this kid got in an actual fist fight in the sixth grade <laughs> so i think we would remember each other you might remember me i'm gonna find him on twitter and ask him nice
0: yeah right all right so that was interesting yeah.
2: Weird. You actually said there's something sorry, weird that sorry. happened to you. <laughs> it's kind of weird. I like those coincidences. Right, sorry, well, y'all. So? At this point, I feel like we, we've weaned their, or I shouldn't say we've screened out the people that don't want to hang. And this show is just a hang. So, All right. I'm, I'm hanging. hanging. I'm that's hanging. What I'm, that's what I'm thinking
0: with the bong in my hand, amigo. <laughs> All right. What's going on? What's going on in my grow? So I got, I'll tell you, things are going swell. You know, I grew in the same, growing the same round of genetics as last time. Uh, except I have my first, uh, DGC in under the Spectrum Kings. Last one was grown under the, uh, Hordelux blue and I didn't have time to, we'll see. It's still curing. Uh, I didn't have time to cure it exactly how I wanted to. Like I said, last episode, I had a bump out of town. It got closed up a little quick, so I might not have it as danky as I want, but I'm excited to have another one, um, in with growing blue widows in there. Not too excited about it. I think I'm just going to have to put up a trellis. I like to keep my plants mobile, but damn them things support. They get real uh, gross. That's why next time around, I'm going to keep the DGC, because I still got to keep messing with that one. I, the only complaint, I won't say full complaint, but... When you open the bag, and I think other, I don't know if you're finding this in other growers, it doesn't have the dank on. It doesn't mean it's bad bud. It doesn't usually give a, the, a real pungent or dank smell. It's got a different, lighter smell. I'll have to view on it. Last time I remember smoking the sample I got from Straight Nugs, I really enjoyed the high. It daytime, working, whatever. Good high. Right. So I dig that. I got that. a little bit here. I'm, sni-
2: I'm uh, sniffing the aroma as you speak. i squizzing.
0: It needs some dank brought in. I'll get it going.
2: <laughs> but I... Hey. That is a bold fucking statement there, man. Yeah, why? Are you still sniffing it? Yeah, no, it's, I don't know. It fucking smells great, man. Like, yeah, we'll see. Like that, Maybe it's just floral this... floral
0: kind of smell. This one, and I'll... I'll it smells I'll, like flowers. I'll sniff on my bag more, make sure I got the proper... But I went through and cleaned up some of my uh, areas, we'll say. found... Man, I'm like, dude, I got some seeds. I got some seeds from Root Cellar. Root cellar still Dungeon Vault Genetics. Um, I got some seeds from... Uh, I forgot the name of the strain. Nick and Katie uh, had some seeds that I hooked up with. And, man, there was another pack or two. And I'm like, shit, i got to get going on because it's fun. I haven't grown from seed in a while. Um, and most of them, other than my pineapple haze from ilovegrowingmarijuana.com, shout out. Right. Is, my pineapple haze is Femini. Um, but I don't think I'm going to grow these to be like a breeder and like picking out phenos. I think I'm just going to be growing them and being done and seeing what they give me. It'll be kind of fun. And, uh, sure. yeah, pick, get, get that whole, whole process. Uh, the other thing I did, which was, uh, switched over in the bloom room, the SK bloom room, if you will, I have the three SK 400s uh, to new millennium. When I went to bloom, I switched over to new millennium. I did not have a chance to use cause I had to switch over about eight days in. I used, and they have a product, it's called, it's like a flower initiator product. I don't even know the name off the tip of my tongue. Use it one time at the very beginning of flowering, like the day you switch your lights. So I didn't have, to, uh, so if anybody asked, I did not use that one. But I'm using their base nutrients and their, and their other things. And it's working. So far, the, the plants look fabulous. And if you want the true review, I think Grow Mao a little bit ahead of me. He's definitely doing a good uh, documenting on this. Uh, check out Grow Mao, M A U. Five, right over on youtube that's how you find right. them over there g-r-o-w-m-a-u-5-l-e-d you'll find and yeah oh. and you know
2: what jr has been doing a great job jr token manages our uh, high life and grow life channels over at dudegrows.com <laughs> he's pretty and, and grow mouse is a featured grower on there so pretty much everything he does
0: should be over on those.com
2: you can follow him there as well
0: hell yeah and lastly i am simply amazed at how long my CO2 is lasting. I got this new controller. Um, Everybody knows for the past, gosh, it's been maybe four or five years. And I was running my CO2 just with this, the uh, HydroFarm desktop CO2 monitor, which doesn't control the release of CO2 at all. It just measures it, just lets me know that I'm doing good. I'd have it be released on a 15 minute timer on and off. Or more recently, I did, everybody heard I was doing, I had a cycle stat timer. With a photocell, so that means when the lights turn on, the timer turns on, and you can have whatever on and off intervals you desire. And I had it come on for six minutes and go off. For something. I was replacing my okay. tank every five to eight days, more like every five to seven days. Seven, I was lucky. I've been running now for two weeks with my new CO2 The one I got, the uh, Grow Zone. It's not the Grow Zone Simple. It's like the one up from that. So what it does, if you buy the simple one, and I think I got all this right, guys. The Grows Simple is like a really, uh, in, the lesser inexpensive expensive one. And it tries to, you know, if you C- if you put it, you want your CO2, it doesn't give you, like, you can't dial it to specific specific number. It gives you three ranges. So, like, let's say one okay. of the ranges is 900 to 1,000. You have it set to that. It's going to keep it at 900 to 1,000. But what it does, I believe it lets it fall. So I don't know how far below 900. I believe it lets it fall, the CO2 levels, all the way to, like, 400. And then it tells the tank to kick back on and bring it back up to 900 to 1,000. Well, the one I got, which I almost didn't get, lets me dial in whatever. And right now I have it at 900. If it falls even slightly below 900, I don't know the exact amount. It's like maybe 20, 25. It kicks on my CO2. It keeps it really tight, you know. And I guess that's why. But my, my tank is just lasting. I'm like, really? I didn't believe it. I had to go in and log and look at shit. And I was like, wait. Hang on, there's got to be something other
2: to it than that. Do you, now you just didn't even have a controller before at all. You were just open, close, open, close.
0: Yeah, time? I just I would adjust okay. adjust the regulator to a certain level. You know, pretty low. That little floaty ball would only go up a tiny bit, and I'd have it come on for fifteen right. minutes, and then the timer would shut it off. For, okay, pu- yeah. So you're just wasting a lot of a lot of gas there. I'm um, yeah. I'm going up way up over like it's like if you looked at a graph like right now i'm hanging steady at 900 it'd be a pretty steady graph if you looked at what i was doing before it'd be a lot of you know peaks and valleys peaks and down up and down anywhere from like because what would i'd go down to like 400 or 500 and then i'd I'd, my 15 minute timer would kick on and bring it back up to like 18 and then to go back down like i think the plants are really digging on it too uh, so I really do like, if you're getting a sniffer, skip the simple ones, make sure it monitors CO2 within, you know, a tight range saying you want it to be 900 and it gets to 875, it's kicking back on, but then only kicks back on for a second, you know, I'm digging.
2: Yeah. I don't even, and I mean, they have them where you can set the set point or whatever you want to call it, but it's like, not, not set point. I don't know what it's called, but the interval, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, you, know, you can set it. I think mine, it goes from, you can either do 50 or a hundred or 150, and I wonder what the, the difference with the efficiency is on that. You know, if, if you keep it at a really tight, you know, your set point really tight or, or whatever, your range really tight. I wonder if there is, uh, if it's more efficient or less efficient, if it yeah. comes on more
0: often. Well, that's about all I got going on in my group. What do you got going on? You're buying some organics. You made a, a way to grow visit and went shopping. Hi. Man, I'm distracted right now because I was looking at some of the
2: other memes. Fish, ganja guy, there's no wrong way to eat a rhesus. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know if these are dudes or chicks. I don't know where most of their heads are at. I just don't get it. Fair so enough. It's one you should check out. man. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, I, <clears throat> I went into way to grow and uh, was trying to figure out. I want, I, I'm playing around. Me and Hey Peterman are playing around with these. Uh, real hempy buckets. We got five gallon real hempy bucket. Planet one, I've got a net pot in for an air, you know, for as a spacer for an aerator. Uh, the other one, I just have a little bit of perlite on the bottom. That's the one I like. Just that very simple. You just take a, a bucket. Put it inside another bucket, and then you just have a, a, a little layer of perlite on the bottom of the of the one bucket with a bunch uh-huh. of holes drilled in it. And it's just a super simple way to grow, and it and gives you— How do the roots get oh, through? Nice, you drill holes for the roots or whatever? You drill a bunch of holes in there. Yeah, I'll, I'll end up making some videos of it. But um, So it's a super simple system. Man, say that three times. I want to start promoting it, but I really—the more I'm learning about the microbes, yeah, I definitely want to give people a real easy— out where i can say hey look you know can a and b uh, you know or just you know grow more powders or or, you know whatever you want you know what you know whatever a salt-based nutrient uh and and recharge and you're going to be okay you know but with all i'm learning about organics and whatnot i want to I want, you know, I'm conflicted. You know, I, wa- I walked out with a bunch of, with a can of A and B, you know, 20 liters of each. And then a whole bunch of, uh, of organic stuff. It was like vermifier, uh, a bunch of down the earth stuff, buffalo, <laughs> buffalo compost was one of them. This, uh, you know, just things like that. And I'm really trying to, uh, I'm really trying to, uh, fig- you know, figure out a recipe that I can do, whether it's a once a week top dress you know, but, you know, and I mean, I do tell you, man, I kind of felt funny buying the Crop stuff. Now that I know they're owned by GH, uh, just because vote with your dollars and whatnot, like, I don't think I could long-term support them. I mean, they're owned, all owned by,
0: the, by Hawthorne. Yeah, because it's GH. all
2: going in the Scott's miracle Grow pool. And I know that seems, I don't know, man, maybe, maybe it doesn't seem, but... uh yeah, I did feel funny about. You know, well, anyway, I bought. I, I ended up with like fish meal, which is like an eight six zero. So it's got lots of nitrogen, uh, a decent amount of phosphorus. I got the oyster shells, which they break down for for calcium. Oh, what the fish meals for pH? I got. I oh, gotcha. Okay, so I'm, I got a. Even like LED guru, man, he went to school for this shit. So I don't know much about organics. I've been taking the easy route and pouring you know, pouring a really strong microbe combination on my salt based fertilizer and having great results. But yeah, as I move forward I'd love to develop a recipe. This is like my next recipe for top dressing,
0: you're saying, or for soil? I don't know.
2: I'd I'd love to make a super (laughs) soil, but I don't know. I I gotta figure yeah, I'd love to do a set it and forget it type thing, but I don't know what's gonna work. All right, you know, the LED guru Sean's pointing to himself, saying he's got a recipe. So, you know that's why he's hired. <laughs> but we're that's my new hobby. We're going to be playing around with it. Uh, I do believe that you get a bunch more nutrition and you get a bunch more. Uh, what are they uh, uh, Systemic defenses. A systemic acquired resistance. Now I got, now I got myself a little, a little coach going on. But, um, yeah, it, it, that's because of all the different microbes. The microbes are able to push out these different chemicals they make. And some of them, man, one of them, it, it, it's, uh, it takes like the tryptophan in the soil and makes it into like a, uh, it was a lactobacillus, and it ends up making it into a rooting hormone, like the same thing that you get with IBA. You know, the, the stu- stuff that we buy in rooting hormone, that's a chemical. Uh-huh. It just ma- it makes it. That's the chemical that it just craps out, you know, or it, it's so it's just amazing. So, anyway, there's all there's hundreds of thousands of different microbes. And if you can get a diverse, you know, living soil going on, what you wind up with is, is, uh, Natural defenses they're saying that, you know people have been growing for years and year, you know for thousands of years and they were growing without pesticides and they were growing without salt based nutrients they were saying up to you know whatever 50 or 100 years ago whatever it was it was like almost all the the uh, nitrogen that was found in the soil came from uh, uh, came from the atmosphere was actually photosynthesized was pulled from the atmosphere you know and, and now you've and, and by microbes. You know, now what we're doing is just, uh, you know, making it out of natural gas with fertilizers, ripping it out of the air, making fertilizer, you know, using tons of of fossil fuels and whatnot. So it's just not sustainable. And I'm trying to find, I don't know, I'm trying to learn. I want to offer both options. All right. Fair enough. I I agree. I mean, I did the
0: top dress myself. That's my game. People have been listening. I usually, you know, I don't have too much of an enriched mix, um, which isn't a horrible idea. And as we keep growing, you should keep trying different shit you know I'd love to try a water only mix for a little bit but it'd be hard I like I like to play so much with a different bottle Nick make life I know well, you know use the I'm top throwing turrets.
2: the recharge on there once a week so yeah True. that's going on
0: I think uh, the issue would be being careful yeah, you got to do a trial. You got to do the hempy bucket trial because I would say hempy bucket with a super soil is going to be too much of a heavy mix. You can come up with yeah. Well,
2: that's what's cool about these hempy
0: buckets. You know, me,
2: me and Hey Peterman were you know the idea behind these is if you want to buy you know Hey Peterman has a I think a pallet of the the right buckets and it's important that you get the right buckets because they have to have the right uh, amount of space in between them. You know, the depth in between them. It just matters matters of the manufacturer, but. You can either get your own buckets and make it yourself or, you know, buy the buckets, you know, from you know, wherever the hell we're going to sell them. Who knows? But these systems are super easy to make. You take four five-gallon buckets and you got yourself two cells and you've got one bucket serves as like the, where the float valve hangs out and then the other one sits on top of it as the reservoir. So, literally, you can go buy yourself, you know, it's four or five gallon buckets. And then, if you want to make it a little bit fancier, uh, you can put like a bucket inside a bucket. So, you might use six buckets. But I don't know, what are they like, five bucks a piece? You know, something, I don't know. But, you know, maybe you can get used ones outside the restaurant or something. But for really cheap, I want to see people making these systems. They're little four packs. You can expand it to a six pack if you want. Or, I'm sorry, they're two packs rather. And you can expand them to four packs or six packs, whatever you want. But they seem to work good. Uh, with just a little five-gallon reservoir, it's just got a little five-gallon bucket reservoir. You fill. I'm filling mine. Like I said, the test one that I have just to make you know to go with what I know, I just use can A and B with and recharge once a week, and they fucking blow up. Just having that little additional reservoir in the secondary root system. You know, I thought I was like, you know, we all thought hempy was crazy and we're like, whoa. But you go over to big growers. When I go down and see my grower buddy in South Florida. Dude, he's fucking doing this shit. He's using pea gravel on the bottom of 400-gallon containers that he has to make the containers himself. They're so big. And yeah. He's growing these super expensive $20,000, 30000 palm trees. You know, super rare stuff. Goes in Pitbull's house, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shout out to Pitbull. Anyway. Yeah, man. <laughs> all right. That's all Let's, I got, dude. That's all ready I got. To put it in the bag, if you will. Uh, My weed's wearing off. Check everything out at com, guys. Give us some feedback touch base i think we still have uh help over there is that correct yes bottom right guys if you have a side issue uh, i heard somebody with some smartphone stuff i might pop up on the phone t- do the click for let help let us
2: know guys we, we got help. we got people here to help now so
0: we yes. will address issues and until i guess he's overloaded we won't always announce it sean at gmail all right sorry at dudegrows.com um, you know, if you, if you see an issue with nugs or maybe an order or something we need to know that's behind the scenes, hit us up. Let us know what's going on. Much appreciated and hope to catch you for Friday this week in Cannabis. Yeah, definitely. You know what? Uh, I saw some pretty interesting I'll, I'll save it, but there was a
2: pretty interesting article on like the history of cannabis uh, over at over at uh, High Times. So, I'm going to read that, maybe throw that on there kind of. Yeah, they got some good what's, stuff there. There's still there's still some good
0: articles that come out of there periodically. What's up with wake and bake? I've been setting my alarm for every morning at 4:20. <laughs> And like, I'm just, I'm kind of like, man, I mean, I guess I go (laughs) sleep in now.
2: Fair enough, man. We should have some going. I'm going to try to record one tonight, but the computer cried, the hardware crashed on me and I actually needed to take a couple days, reset the whole thing, reinstall windows, first back up all the data that was on there. And so it just it was like days of work in order to try to get the video going, but we did it. So, uh, we should be back recording those whether, you know, hopefully it's tonight, tomorrow, but thank cool. you for being patient, all y'all. I needed some help. Finally got some help. So, right. thanks. I do appreciate the pay. And I appreciate the support. This community is so much fun. It's all a bunch of people that like each other. You know, it's all, it's all a bunch of like-minded people. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we all like you. So, I- I'm enjoying it. I love, re- you know, w- when I talk to, to other DGC or when I see the memes, and they just crack me the fuck up. And <laughs> I couldn't, I just feel really, uh, really fortunate to have this community. Really awesome. Thank you. And y'all are, are, are appreciated, sir. Sirs and
0: madams. All right, well, I am going to get out of here. Summertime, you know what it is. And uh, if you haven't done any fun in the sun, hit it up. I'm like the Dude Grows Show's like summertime advocate. You know, go work on your tan a little. Sit in a lawn chair with a J, maybe a fine pint. And, uh, you know, it's really funny. Lastly, next to me, I was, went or my, uh, actually, my daughter used to go to a school, literally, uh, not even a quarter mile, uh, less than that, half of a quarter mile, an eighth of a mile from my house. And they shut down, you know, big open building, outside play yard. And I was in this plaza just the other day and a new brewery's open up. Uh, so it, not yet. They're in the process and what their, their concept is going to be, because we have more breweries probably open up than dispensaries here. It's going cray cray. Is going to be um, you're you're allowed to bring your dog and they're going to have a dog play yard. It's like you can just go drink beer and let your dog go out in the play yard and whatnot. So that's that's what's that's what's growing on in Colorado, man. Cool shit like that. I love it. And a bunch of doing their own yeah. brew in there. So we'll sometimes
2: see. I do. Talk to people from around the country, and I realize that they're not used to dealing with nice people. <laughs> you know, like if, I don't know, maybe Northeast or something. But in Colorado, people are nice. It's, it's really nice. It's, it's just a, a good way to look, being nice to people. We're full though, man. Don't
0: come anyway. <laughs> Total joke. Catch you later, Scotty. I'm out of here. Take it her easy, dude.